I'm Lou Conran. And I am Sally Ann Hayward. We're a pair of comedians who've been known to enjoy an alcoholic beverage or ten over the years, sometimes separately, sometimes together. But it's occurred to us that we know nothing about the drinks that we love to quaff, and that unbelievably, there will be some types of liquor out there that we are not acquainted with. And as we hate missing out, we thought we'd invite some celebrity pals to recommend their go-to tipple and drink along with us while we make them dish the most embarrassing booze-related tales. And then we give our honest verdict if we are going to spit or swallow. So if it's gross, we drank it so you don't have to. And it's definitely not just an excuse to open up the drinks cabinet on a Monday night. Heaven forbid. Hello, Sally. I was waiting for you to start. Yes, I was just, um, I was looking at you thinking, is she miraculous? <laughs> yes. You've been oh. learning words, Lou. Yes, I have. I've learned my, a new word, which means pissed, doesn't it? Yeah, mir- miraculous. Miraculous. Well, I'm not miraculous. I'm, I'm sort of, you know how... When you go to France and they drink yeah. at lunchtime, yeah. I always think they're just always slightly tipsy, but not not drugs. Perfectly, perfectly capable of doing their accounts, for example, yeah. or maybe building a converting a barn or something. Yeah, perfectly. I can see you converting a they're barn. They're just always, Sally. yeah, they're always yeah. just topping up, aren't they? Yeah, the a little bit, bit frilly. Like a, a little bit frilly. Sophisticated, yeah. Little, a sophisticated. Oh, Sally, that's the when I look at you, I think that's my mate. She's sophisticated. That's what it's, I think. It's weird because I really don't think that when I look look at you. Okay. Uh, so lovely. Thanks for that. Um, how are you, Sally? You all right? You had a nice week apart from being mean to me. Thank no, you. No, you're always the most sophisticated in the room, Lou. Yes, she that says. Em- as, that empty room. Yeah, as I'm sat here wrapped in a massive blanket with my slippers on and my toes hanging out the end of the slippers. For the listener, I'm going to show Sally my feet. There we oh, are. Oh, I'm going to get some are. slippers for Christmas, Lou. Yes, please. That's what I'm going to do. I've Thank had a lovely you. week, I think. I can't yeah. remember, Lou. I'm very I don't even know now. what day it is today. It's Monday. Monday. How was, how was you. You've had a nice week, have you? Um, yeah. I mean, let's say, yeah, I've had a nice week. I've been all over the bloody place, here, there, everywhere, you know, the usual. Um, I feel like I'm getting older now and two glasses of wine renders me with a hangover. I don't think I can drink like I used to, Sally. It's probably not a bad thing, Lou. I mean, we've had a nice little bit of wine already today, haven't we, with the lovely Elaine Miller, where we learned the word miraculous. Miraculous. It sounds like something out of Harry Potter, doesn't it? Miraculous. Mm, Yeah. I think we should listen to the full record with Elaine Miller. Yeah, yeah, I think now. 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 Welcome, first of all, Louise. And well, oh, very formal. Yeah, Thank yeah. you, Sally Ann. And I'm actually, no, no, I'll take that back. First of all, Elaine Miller. Oh, Hello. Bonjour, Elaine. How are you today, please? Um, I'm sober so far, so oh. the day's already looking better. Oh, well, we'll have to rectify that then, won't we? <laughs> Slightly your fault that we're going to rectify that, Elaine, because you, um, you have, well, you tell the listener your drink of choice. Um, well, it's a, a proper middle-aged woman drink, and it's not even what I told you. I um, oh. I thought that we would go for no, don't worry for um, 
Sauvignon Blanc, but um, the one that I said, this Ned one that entertains me, is is a Pinot Grigio, which oh, explains explains how much I know about wine. Same, <laughs> same. I just same. same. We all got the same. Pinot Grigio because I just grabbed it. I didn't even look. I was in the supermarket and I went, "Oh, there's Ned." Grabbed it. Yeah. And then it's only just, literally now I put it down and went, "Oh, you've bought the Pinot Grigio, Sally." But actually. Yeah. They only, I, clearly only do a Pinot Grigio. Well, when where I live, there's a lot of clearly a lot of middle-aged women drinking wine at this time of day because <laughs> this was the last bottle, same, and it same. wasn't the Sauvignon Blanc; it was the Pinot Grigio. Yeah. And I thought, well, I'll bloody well have that regardless. Mine so, was the last yes. bottle as well. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of desperate oh. women in the world. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. I'm going to pour it, but also, Elaine, you you have your wine with ice you tell us don't you i i am really common and um yeah i like white wine that's really properly cold and sometimes i mean not that i'm i'm not a slow drinker (laughs) but (laughs) it it goes warm by the end of the 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 glass so i do put ice in it and i've got these this is amazing it's like little and it's like long thin fingers of ice cubes so you can put them into bottles Oh, what a great idea. I know. I went to uh, put it in the freezer to chill it. Um, Uh Obviously, I've been drinking wine quite a lot lately and then there was previously another bottle of wine that I'd obviously put in the freezer. I've done the old trick of put um, kitchen towel in water, wrap it around the bottle, put it in the freezer because that's apparently supposed to chill it quicker but obviously well it does work in fact the whole thing was solid so (laughs) um so but anyway that's for later I put it outside in place it explodes but there you go (laughs) Elaine when you go to the when you order a glass of wine in a pub do you also ask for a glass of ice then as well I do because I have no shame no Mm -hmm. I do that as well sometimes I don't blame you oh white wine warm though you get judged. Do yeah. you get judged? I, yeah, I think so because people are, are often very particular. It's like tea. People get mm. very particular about how mm. they like a cup of tea. And obviously, wine is a science, one that I'm completely ignorant of. My husband suggests that we should go on a wine tasting course one time. I was like, no, let's not educate our palates. Just like I like yeah. I like whatever's on offer, and I'm happy mm. with that. Mm. So the reason that I chose this one is just because it's got a nice label and it says Ned on it, which which my um, it, it just amuses me because in Scotland, you know, Ned someday that you know isn't terribly refined and it's really nice <laughs> wine. But <laughs> is it? I've never heard of it before. Never heard Ned. of it. So well, this is the Luckily, Lou and I aren't refined in any way. No. So <laughs> this is posh no. for us, that's to yeah. be honest, isn't it? Right. It's got a pinky, I don't know if it's because I've got orange walls, but it's no, got like I've pinky. never noticed that it does, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of pinky Look, I've pinky. put it in my in a glass I stole from Ooh. Adelaide Fringe. Oh, well done. That's my f- it's plastic, so I'm really not classy, oh. but how nice. Eh? I've Just. got mine in a little sherry glass. So oh, that is very sweet. I've got Cheers. mine in a big glass. Of course you have, Sally. I'm not driving. I'm Get drinking. it down your neck. Cheers, Cheers girls. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's not offensive, is it? It's not offensive. Like Ned's. Look at Sally gulping it down. We decide at the end of it, spit or swallow. Mm. I'm not giving anything away. I'm not giving any. <laughs> what? Not what, I love know. Is, what I love is the fact that Elaine's sort of like, she says that she's not a quick drinker and that you have to have ice to keep it chilled, whereas Sally and I, 
Well, we don't know what that's like. So uh, <laughs> our glasses, it, it, we'll put ice in it if it, if it's in a pub and it's warm and, you know, that tepid ooh, kind of Weatherspoons yeah. wine. Horrible. Horrible. But we'd if it's been in the fridge like this has, um, that'll be, well, normally, that'll be gone within half a second, wouldn't it, Sam? And the ice cubes would be good for the next glass. Yes. Wouldn't yes. they? Yeah. yeah. When, yeah. Did you, when did you first drink this, Ned, then? Can you remember? Or was it just kind of slowly crept into your life alone? It'll be whenever it was an offer in Sainsbury's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same as me. Same as, and yeah, I'm with you. Mm. They just, they've, they've only got to knock a few pounds off and it's mine. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I did get excited, though, because I do like it. But you're right, I'd never noticed that it was pinkish. Mm. It's probably got some meaning. There's there's probably some... F- I feel like we should start talking about blueberries and bouquet and... <sighs> no idea. We can do it. El- we, if you want to, Elaine. Oh, but it why says waste on the back, time? uniquely salmon pink in colour. It says that. Oh, just stone fruit aromas of white peach and lychee together with nuances Ooh. of cinnamon spice. I've got no. lychees in my fridge. Should I go and get one and put one in? That'd be a no. cocktail. No, all right. Sally just was like, don't do that, Lou. No. no. We've got oh, a guest. We've, we've invited somebody to the podcast. Don't start <sighs> putting lychees in their drink of choice. Like, I'm sorry, Elaine. I apologise that you're having to witness this, but sometimes we just have to bring her in order. Anyway. Sorry. Yeah, sorry about that, Elaine. I'm, I'm, I'm not my I best don't mind. today. I feel I a little mind. bit hungover, actually. And I only had um, had a glass of wine yesterday after I had one of those gigs yesterday where a man told me that I couldn't talk about my vagina on stage. So you talked about it more, oh, I hope. Yes, of did course I did. Oh, my God. It was it was like doing a gig in an old people's home. So I knew I was going to die, but I ploughed on regardless. And then when I got home, I thought I desperately need a drink. So um, I've got a little bit of a hangover. So hopefully that little soup's on. I'll just top it back up, Elaine. Now, Elaine, I'm waffling on now. I've not spoken to anybody this morning. Can you tell? What was your um, what was your training drink when you were practising? Oh, that's um, such a long time ago. It was probably lager. Ooh. I know, I was such a classy, classy girl. Lager and then what's the coconutty one? That's Malibu. terribly sweet. Malibu, yeah. Um, what age are we yeah, talking that's right. here? I would have been 15 mm. and I was in the Scouts. And oh. my, yeah, the scout leader used to take us to the pub after. Brilliant. After, after we'd been adventure scouts, yeah. And my parents knew they didn't mind um, because he also drove me home. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know. Um, so, yeah, we would have like a pint of lager. And then I sussed that I was allowed a half a pint of lager, but I sussed that vodka, you couldn't smell that. So then I moved, progressed on to vodka and orange. In at, the 15. Pub at 15. With, yes. a, with an adult who was in charge of us all. I know were you, the, were you in your night... uniform while you were drinking this? Your scout uniform? Your toggles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> were you? Dip, dip, dip in. Your toggles dripping in, dangling in. Back of a hotel, like a... Oh, my God, this has got nightmare written all over it. Yeah. This is, I was re- speaking to some academics the other day and they were talking about coastal towns and areas of deprivation apparently cluster around coastal areas. I hadn't heard of this before, oh, right. but it makes sense. So, yeah, we were, <laughs> we were just wee meds. 
<laughs> doing something wholesome with the scouts and then going and getting pissed afterwards. Practicing so- practicing your knots and whatever it is you do in the scouts. So- that's so that's so um, funny that you discovered you like oh vodka doesn't smell. And that's the sort of thing that somebody with a real drink problem like in their kind of 50s and 60s would kind of go I better move on to vodka because that doesn't smell not, a, not when you're starting out <laughs> so in case my mother catches me because she's yeah. scary she's probably is she is oh, she and aspiring to turn into her. are you brilliant brilliant it was that's quite advanced though isn't it at 15 you've like you've gone straight in from the lager what sort of lager was it was it sort of like tenants or something yeah, like that it would be just whatever lager. was cheap yeah mm. lager, so, the, lager. so the scout leader who's is it are they called arcala arcada arcala aren't they that's the mm. name of the scout leader mm. yeah he bought you the drinks and he because it well, you wouldn't you wouldn't have had the money would you at 15 unless you had a, unless you were out working by then your mum had sent you out <laughs> yeah I had a Saturday job. Yeah. I must have used that. But yeah, it was Venture Scouts. So it's like, you know, the oldest lot. The oh, bit. thank God for that. Yeah, I had a, was... an image of you in a cap and your yeah, little shorts. So and did your I. Little... Yeah. It's not quite that bad. But yeah, oh. looking back on it, the, I don't think you would be allowed to do it today. No, I don't think so, Elaine. I don't think you should have been allowed back then. Was it just you and the scout leader or was there other people as well? No, there was, there was a lot of underage <laughs> Okay, together. great. And the landlord yeah. didn't care. Just served he was away. Just making money in the bar. The, the, when would this have been? It would have been about 1988, 89. So it was a different time. Yeah. I remember going to the pub yeah. when I was about 14 in the 80s and um and I and I had a pound for a gin and tonic. And um and, yeah, and um and I went, I'll have a gin and tonic, please. And then I dropped my pound and the barman said, Oh, have you dropped your pocket money? And I, <laughs> yeah. and I went, Yeah, picked up and he still served me. I mean, yeah. I was 14, I was clearly underage, but they were but back then they were I don't know, I just don't ever remember police coming in and checking. Nobody checked ID, did they? No. Only if you were going into a nightclub, sometimes they'd ask your age and you'd just lie. You'd go, right, I was born, you know, you'd just keep thinking the date, the year that you were born. Practice it, yeah. But considering I had all these opportunities to misspend my youth, I didn't Mm. I didn't manage to really. I was quite goody two shoes, even (laughs) even though I was um drinking at like a I didn't get completely miraculous. Is that a word you recognise if you don't recognise Ned? No. You know how like the Eskimos have a hundred words for snow and mm-hmm. Scottish and Scots there's like a hundred words for drunk. Um miraculous is when you are really tipsy and a bit noisy and exuberant, but not right. a pain in the ass. Just gonna write this down. Miraculous. It sounds very <laughs> sciencey, because that's your background, isn't it? Sciencey <laughs> stuff. And I thought, oh, she's throwing um, in Magical words. Miraculous now. is a good word, isn't it? Mirac- it's a great word. Scots has got brilliant. I don't know how you guys manage with just English. I didn't know until I was about 25 that half the words that I used weren't English. <laughs> it wasn't until I moved down south and people like you what? Elaine, yeah. um, you must have a little drunk story to start us off with. Yes. Um <laughs> that was yes. loaded. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does it involve a scout leader? <laughs> <laughs> Never. No, he's a genuinely nice bloke, that guy. Right. And um, we're still in touch, and he's now in his 80s, and he's so cool. Um, but, yeah, no, no, there was no no fingering from a scout leader. There wasn't oh, the clubs. <laughs> Thank God for that, she says, as she slurps a massive glug of wine. Brilliant. <laughs> no trauma. No trauma there. Great, um, good. 
drinking stories, that's how I got into stand-up. I think most people, well, that's not true. My assumption was most people get into stand-up by accident because that's what I did. Um, but some, I've listened on podcasts, people have been quite career-minded about it. Oh, they are now. Actually, it's very serious, yeah. Yeah. No, I just happened into it. I was at a party telling a story about a drunken night that I'd had the night before and this guy offered me a go on the stage to retell the story and I was like absolutely not that would be embarrassing why would I want to do that in front of a bunch of strangers um, and then 20 years later I was at a comedy gig and I thought I could do that because that guy said and that we were all um turning 40 this isn't answering your question so I entered a newcomers competition because I thought it was for newcomers because I didn't know anything. No, you're supposed to be quite good before Three you years turn or up. So, isn't it? That they... Who does the first gig in a competition? Wow. What a dick. And I got through. <laughs> I got oh my through God. Final. Yeah, I know. Um, there were a lot of very close people. Because once, re- once I realised, I said, to them, Oh, don't worry about me. I'm just cannon fodder. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Then I got through. Oh, dear. Anyway, so the story was about a date that I'd had the night before with this man that I had been sort of set up on a date with. You know that way that you know that they kind of like you because they go a bit stuttery and slightly sweaty when you're around. Oh. But, yeah. <laughs> um, and he, he was socially awkward. And in retrospect, I would not have handled the situation in the way that I did. But I was young and <laughs> he, he was wealthy. Oh, He was from girl. a very, very different background from me. And he had... Like, it, it was just a different world. So would I like to go out for dinner? Oh, yes, thanks very much. I'll send a car. <gasps> Elaine! Oh. So I sort of went, well, I didn't know you could do that. Send a car. So it's right enough. This very, very shiny car turned up, smelt nice inside. Ooh. And um, you're not supposed to get in the front of that car. You're supposed to go in the back. But I didn't know that. Oh, anyway. <laughs> Did you get in the front with the driver? Brilliant. So we could have amazing. A- so we could have a chat. <laughs> so Common. sweet, I love it. Common, ice in my wine. Common. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then we went to this incredibly posh restaurant and this bloke was there, which was nice because it's embarrassing if you turn up at a date and they don't. And he was so nervous he still couldn't speak. So we sat down in this like so posh place. I'm like back going, oh my God, I, I thought this was an imaginary kind of level of posh. And he ordered wine. He knew about wine. And um, there's a wee man that comes to deal with the wine. That's his whole oh, job. Yeah. So this poor guy, he was so sweaty. And oh. he just looked like he was dying inside because he was nervous. But he kept, like, putting his head <laughs> putting his head down to ask me and then ask me a question. And then he would do this again. It was really weird. And then I realised that he had a list, like oh. an actual list oh. Oh, uh-huh, on his thigh. So oh. he would say, do you like cats? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ambivalent. <laughs> I'm ambivalent about cats. They're all right. And he went, oh, that's a shame. Because I always wanted to own a cat one day. Like, bizarre. Okay. Anyway, this went on for a wee while. And I thought, what you need is some more wine. So <laughs> I got the bottle of wine and tipped it because I was feeling sorry for him. Yeah. And he was rich, so I was prepared to persevere. And I topped up his wine, which annoyed the wee wine man because oh, it's no. his job. 
And as I reached forward, I had on quite a nice, actually, little dress that had like a Peter Pan collar on it. So oh, it lovely. Like, it wasn't like tits akimbo. But when I filled up his glass, my collar slips. So there was a bit of my collar bone showing. And he said, <laughs> and he ejaculated in his pants. No, <laughs> Elaine. Oh, I'm coming now. I can see your collarbone. Fucking hell. Mm, Fucking hell. How old was he? Oh, he would have been under 30. He was maybe late 20s. So he wasn't a teenager then? Oh, my God. No, it it um, it was quite remarkable. And you know that way that you think, surely not. Oh, my God. But then I thought, no, you definitely did. But I'm in this posh restaurant and I want to see the puddings. So, yeah. <laughs> oh so God, I'll let that I, go. I pretended that I didn't know, and he knew that I knew. So he pretended, but he did a lot of like biggling around because he was a bit damp and sticky. Oh, because he dropped custard on his lap. How bizarre! Oh how bizarre. my God, so I'm that that hot that the look of. Well, in my youth, the the sight of my collarbone is enough to sexually excite socially awkward men. Elaine, the the allure of you! Wow! Did you get something for everybody? (laughs) Yeah, bloody did. You got the visit, and then did he send you on your way in a car again? And then was he sitting down waiting until you'd gone so that he could (laughs) up and cover his area? It was. It was so. I can't decide if I was if it was a nice thing that I did or not. Mm. It mm. was just bizarre. Every, I'm like looking at this guy thinking, you can't be real. This this whole personality thing can't be real. And now that I'm older, I think he was probably, you know, somewhere on the neurodiversity spectrum. Mm. That's what was going on. Or Jeremy Beadle was around somewhere and it was like a game for a laugh thing or a setup yeah. or, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it could be. It was before it was Jeremy Beadle time. It was before Dom Jolie. Otherwise, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Bizarre. But did he? I mean, did he contact you again? What? Um... <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and then I felt really bad because I felt a bit sorry for him. Like in my youth, I was quite good at picking up kind of lame ducks. You know, men that just needed. Oh, that's a wee shame. Let me cheer you up. Um, so, plus, as I said, he was minted, so I thought, I wonder where he'll take me next. Shallow. Um, so, we went out and um, he asked me if I would like a coffee. And I'm like, yeah, because I want to see where you live. I'm nosy. And um, we had an attempt at a snog because, you know, you go back for a coffee, you're going to do that, aren't you? And, it, and he, he did it again. No. Pants again. no. And, and I then said something that I really regret, which was, oh, that's two orgasms you owe me then, uh-huh. as a joke to try and lighten it up. Yeah. But now that I know more about sexual health and sexual function, like the poor guy has got, you know, a problem. For many people, that would be a problem. And I'm, I've accidentally mocked his premature ejaculation by trying to cheer him up. Um, <laughs> so after was... that, he didn't ask me again after no. that. No. <laughs> God, you're on fire, Elaine. Like, maybe it's just sort of like the vision of you and fluids makes him want to expel his own fluids. Um, or maybe it's just like he he's he was clearly a virgin, was he? Well, I didn't ask. Oh. I don't know. Oh. It, it was the most 
odd situation that I've been in on a date. And I've had a few odd situations on dates. In fact, when I was going on a date, my mum, you have said to my mum on the phone, you know, I've got a date on Friday night. She's like, brilliant. Phone me immediately after. Because it was right. always it was always a story. Oh my God, this guy, you'll never believe what. I went out with a guy called Kent Clark. No, brilliant. Which is apparently not funny. Of course it's funny. It's the obvious joke. That was in New Zealand. What's your name, Kent? Kent Clark. <laughs> Never liked any, any of the puns. That was, that didn't last. But also uh, that's sort of his, like, surely people would say that to him. I mean, clearly it annoys him, but it's like, that's your thing, isn't it? Like, you've just got to put up, people are always going to laugh at that. So you've just got to kind of, I remember once I met Stephen Merchant years ago and I, you know, and I commented on his height as everybody does. And, and he was so gallant and charming about it. He was like, yeah, and you think, Every day you get somebody commenting mm-hmm. on your high, every single day. But that's his thing, and he's learned how to kind of grin and bear it and be polite and not, you know, and nice yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. So, Ken Clark, no. either change your name or put up with people laughing at it. Did what he Dem- said was, my parents never, my parents never watched cartoons. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. Right. Oh, sorry about that. Did um, did Kent ejaculate very quickly? Or, or? <laughs> no, I never got that far because I offended oh, him so much yeah. with going Superman jokes and jokes about kryptonite and all that stuff. No, not funny. Not funny. No, no, no more, no more dating. Moving on to no. the serious person. That's what yeah. he's doing. My fr- well, I, t- I can't remember if I've said this before. My friend um, Becky Big Baps went on a um, uh, a speed dating wine tasting thing, um, and um, she, <laughs> she I can't remember if I've said this before, but she was um, she was asked by a man. Um, quickly on the speed dating thing have you stabbed anybody it's just that I've I've had problems in the past so there's a lot of angst out there you see Elaine and and he's worried about stabbing and all you're worried about is getting jizz in your eye it's um yeah probably you've, you've put it really into perspective haven't you Lou? yes I have because I'm deep like that Sally yeah. you, should yeah. get, you should get into some sort of like therapy role or... thank you yeah yes yeah. thank you yeah Any blanket wrap around you yes I'm um, very chilly sorry for the listener she's got a blanket wrap around her and it's a sunny day Bless I don't her. like to be cold sorry Elaine, after all the drinking, have you got hangover cures? Uh, yes, um, packet of crisps and mm. chocolate, salty mm. and sweet. And then if that doesn't shift it, then another drink, which mm. is... Oh, have you not... done that before? Have you? Have you... It yeah. works, yeah. I've, I've investigated various hangover cures and that is, the most, that is the most effective one in my experience. Just don't sober up. Yeah. Do you know why it works? Somebody explained it to me once and I've forgotten. <laughs> so that's a great story, Sally. Oh, no. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but there is... <laughs> I'll have to Google it, won't I? I remember something about breaking something down in you and, yeah, there is a reason, but... um. Anyway, it's just topping up your levels, isn't it? So is that what it is? I don't know, but it's it's like must be something to do with you've got when the alcohol level and the dehydration kicks in, mm-hmm. you might as well just top that back up because um, then life is better. yeah I think that's what they said yeah you've just got to wait it out in the best way you can and I said sometimes the last thing you want is another drink isn't it but 
Yeah. Well, it's... needs must, isn't it? Elaine, what's what I'd like to know what flavor crisps is your go to and what is the drink that you you replenish and top back up with? Well, whatever the dregs are that's left over from the night before. Mm. So that's a problem if you finished it all. And um, mm. salt and vinegar. Yes, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Salty. Yes. I got it's told not... the other day that a, a friend of um, a friend of mine has um, a, a tippy cup by the side of her bed with the dregs of last night's wine in it so that she can have a breakfast wine before she carries on with the day. A, a, like a baby tippy cup so she doesn't get it all over her while she's drinking it in bed. That's horrendous, <laughs> isn't it? She must, she must divvy some up before she starts drinking it. She must put some into the tippy cup in advance. I don't know, Elaine, but all I can tell you is that knowing this person as I do, there'll just be an endless supply. So it'll, <laughs> I think that this tippy cup must be by the side of the bed at all times and never runs dry. That's horrendous, isn't it? I admire the innovation, though, like because yeah, that's yeah. come from spilling it, some sticky, hideous mess that makes a stain on your Egyptian cotton sheets that then you've got to sort out. And oh, so I bet she solved, solved I bet. the problem. I bet your that dating man has a lot of sticky messes on his bed, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, and staff, staff to sort it out for him. Oh God, he he's yeah. That's maybe that's what it is. Maybe he got turned on by the fact that you lifted the bottle of wine yourself and you poured the wine. Maybe he's not used to seeing a woman do that. Maybe that's what that is. It was Maybe. my emancipated state yes. that was arousing. That must yeah. be it. That makes a lot more sense than my collarbone, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think the two together. are nice, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. But, I mean, mm. I've, it's never happened to me. A man's never ejaculated over my collarbone. Well, they might as well over my collarbone. <laughs> but not, not because of my collarbone. <laughs> anyway, um, more drunk stories, please, Elaine. I love that one. I don't know if you can actually. Yeah, how one, do you though. top that? No, how do you know. top a man jizzing? Well, I, I suppose that wasn't really drink related, so was it? No, that was your Leo. Yeah. That was you lifting a bottle of wine, not drinking yes, it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, the usual thing of you know. <laughs> I did a postgrad thing. I was studying and I finished. So everybody from the course went out and it was a really good night. And we're in the dance floor. Do you know that way that the dance floors are, again, it was a long time ago. So you were allowed to take glasses on with you onto the dance floor. You wouldn't be allowed that now. You'd probably have to have a special plastic glass. And I spilled my drink because I'm such a good groover. Mm-hmm. So that meant that all the the, the floor was really slippy. So I'm clumsy. I'm not a very elegant person <laughs> anyway. And so I immediately fell flat in my face. And I mean on my face. I was oh, so no. pissed I didn't put my hands out. To oh, stop no. oh, no, you did a Dell boy. Because <laughs> I was trying to save the glass of wine that was in my hand. <laughs> yes. So oh, just, yes. Like, who does that? Um, so I landed flat and burst my nose open. Oh, so no. then there was... St- you know, alcohol and blood everywhere. And I went stumbling to the toilet and these very nice ladies came to help me, which was lovely of them. And I'm like looking at myself in the mirror, but they kept getting in the way because they were trying to help me with this nose that's meandering across my face. And um, I couldn't see because there was some random woman 
in the way of my reflection. So I said to them, like, you know, come on, I need to sort this. Get out of my way. Um, what good are you to me? Are you nurses? And they all said, yes. Oh. Yes, we're nurses. That's why we're here. They were a bit annoyed, a bit snippy with me, to be honest. But I just wanted, <laughs> and I said to them, well, you, are you Max Fax nurses? You know, like for, for facial injuries. And they said, no, so I told them to fuck off. <laughs> and I straightened my nose. Oh, Oh, Elaine. Oh, I know. Because oh, I, oh, I was I pissed. It was, what was I doing? And then I went back dancing. I got, what? you know, you see, <laughs> uh-huh. I was really quite tipsy, so I didn't really feel it. So I put like two plugs of Lural up my nose to stop it from bleeding and went back. They were playing, <laughs> I remember it really well, they were playing Aha. Oh. Great. So who would not get up and dance? Take, take on, on me. me. Yeah. You just... You would. So, um, yeah, and then I had to get a flight home the next day and I came off the aeroplane and, of course, the air pressure, like, my face had exploded. Oh, no. no. And my mother was picking me up because she's a nice person and she took one look at me and she went, I suppose you were drunk. (laughs) Oh, God, I hate that. Couldn't even deny it. What a mess I was. I still got a bump. Well, obviously, you break your nose, you get a bump, don't you? But I was about to say, it's a pretty straight nose you've got there. You, do, you know, clearly, mm. you did a pretty good job. Only a tiny yeah. bit, but not, you know, like, you yeah. notice it. Good job. You could have yeah. snapped it and moved it over the other side, couldn't you? So you've, okay. you were, you could have done all the Yes. Very ill-advised. It's so funny, isn't it? Because your sort of brain, while you're trying to save your glass of wine, because your brain, is, well, as you're falling, you're thinking, it's not just saving it for yourself, but you're thinking if this smashes, it's going to be a mess on the dance floor. It, you know, there's all that going on in the head as well, isn't there? So I better, and I want to shave my wine, so I better just land on yeah. my nose. It's the, only, it's the only option now. And oh, and I've done it. I've landed on my nose. It's a fundamental reaction, though, to put your hands out in front yeah. of you. Like, it's, it's it's a really basic reflex. So you have to be pretty pissed to forget to do that. Apparently, it is an injury that's on the increase because people are falling, they're tripping over things when they're looking at their phone. Oh, yeah. And then they're trying to save their phones, so they've, they've bust oh. their face. Mm. Um, I fell down a hole in our hallway when we moved into our house. We um, The floorboards were up and I came out of the bathroom naked and I was on my phone and uh, stepped into the hole where they were just doing the rewiring and face planted uh, whilst he <laughs> was holding the phone, just literally like Dale Boy, straight down, just like I was like Eddie the Eagle, like skiing down a mountain like that. My phone <laughs> fucked off across the room and I just... So I didn't know what to do. I thought, oh well, that's happened then. So and then I was just sort of straight, like on the floor. And then my gentleman caller was like, he said all he saw was this, this, these two lumps, um, where my ass was, just coming out of the the hallway floor. And I, you know, when you think, I can't believe I've done that. I'm 48. What am I doing? And I just sort of laid there for a bit, trying to consider. You my like, life. were you like a little woodlouse? Did yeah. you have to flip you over so that yeah. you could get yourself a fucking up again? Massive woodlouse. <laughs> And all I could think was, all I could think was, not not have I broken my head or my nose or whatever. Have I broken the screen on my phone? That's a worry. And had you? No, it was fine. Great. An old lady um, flippy cover thing, you know, that people take the piss out of me for. Anyway, tell everyone that story just when when they're taking the piss out of you. Yeah, motherfuckers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sally lost. Go on. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Go. 
I lost one of my kids under the floorboards when we were getting work done in the house. That was dire. Yeah, she was just uh, just <laughs> just starting to. She walked really early. She was like ten months old, so it must have been before that. She must have been nine months old or something. And she she sort of fell <laughs> fell down the hatch because they were rewiring the house. And um, and I'm such a neglectful parent that um, I didn't didn't really notice for a while. So she was having a lovely time exploring. And then I freaked out because, oh, my God, the baby, the baby. And the, the builders then went to, because there was another hatch at the other end, because when you're wiring, they have one guy going in and then pulling it back up. So he was down, <laughs> like, going, you know, like you would call a cat, uh-huh. <laughs> trying to trying to tempt her towards the light. Go to the light, go to the light. And um, I could hear her giggling. I was freaking out because yeah. that's the sort of thing that people should report to social services for again. Oh, yeah. And um, eventually we dangled like some sweeties on a, on, in through the hatch and she, she went for those. <laughs> if you were oh, Elaine. For a baby. We're going to call she, you Elaine Fritzel from now on, keeping your children <laughs> under the bloody floor. I bet, if that, I bet if that was you going under the floorboards when you you were a kid your mum would have just sort of like put like jangled like a can of lager or <laughs> yeah. a vodka tonic here you go come <laughs> on oh. <laughs> yeah it's it's amazing how much filth there is under a floor mm. absolutely she's little bits of electrical wire and stuff in her hair and oh dear that was not one of my finest moments so it, yeah it could have been before you realized that your daughter was missing Oh, we'll see. We'll see minutes rather than weeks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not that long. It, it had just gone very quiet. So yeah, long suspicious. enough for you to think mm, mm. that's that's not good. Somebody's committing something mm. they shouldn't be doing. And then I, I thought she'd escaped. Couldn't see her anywhere. My sister went into her daughter's bedroom once when I think my niece was about three or four. And uh, she wasn't in bed in the morning. And Nicola was like freaking out, thinking, where the hell is my child? Because they lived in an apartment like on the 11th floor. She, she hasn't just wandered off outside. And then they went everywhere looking for her. They went up and down the hallways, at, like outside, everywhere. And she was like proper catatonic with rage. Just like, what have I done? Where's she gone? What's happened? Has she been stolen? And she'd um, in her sleep rolled over and fallen down the crack between the wall and the bed and was just fast asleep under the bed just had no idea that Mm. she'd caused all of that just for about an hour Nicola was looking for her and then there she was just this solid mass under the bed funny that that wasn't a place that your sister checked as well no immediately just assumes that she her clever little girl has managed to climb out (laughs) and has gone off doesn't think perhaps she's under the bed (laughs) yeah no there's no logic there though is there no no that was awful bless her should we do the um quick fire round yeah yeah yeah. okay elaine we've got shall i do it lou yeah um, yeah okay we've got a little quick fire round for you elaine here we go thank you lou okay red or white wine white no (laughs) now there's a story we'll come back to that (laughs) Um, crisps or nuts oh nuts Ooh. slim line or full fat full fat tea or coffee tea tequila or sambuca oh is it compulsory yeah 
Oh, God. Um, tequila. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Screw cap or cork? Old screw cap, definite Great. convert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lager or cider? Cider, no. Oh. No, another story. Sauvignon Blanc or Pinot Grigio? <laughs> Doesn't matter. I can't tell the difference, but it turns out that the Sauvignon Blanc is Pinot Grigio. So no. <laughs> Either. <laughs> Lou, Lou or Sally? <laughs> Can I sit in the fence with that one too? You can. <laughs> but Lou wants you to. Because uh, Lou put this question in because she knows that she's always going to win. No, I don't think I will, Sally. I don't think I will. People prefer Lou to me, definitely. No, no, no. no. It's like Ant or Deck, isn't it? Who prefers <laughs> Ant or Deck? I like, well, since the driving thing, I think, yeah, Deck it's got to be, hasn't it? But Ant or Deck, that's always the thing, isn't it? But then a lot of people don't know the difference between the two, and I suspect... With you and me, Sally, people don't know the difference between you and me. I only know the difference between Ant and Deck since the driving thing. I was like, oh, yeah. that one's Deck. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. What do you need to do? Do something to differentiate between each other, something spectacular that gets need- the whole country talking. You need to do oh. some drink driving, Lou. Okay, I'll do that today then. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, um, oh, good. So you're not going to answer Lou or Sally then? No. Are you going to think it through? Maybe we'll have come a little back thing. Have a little thing, but it's clearly me. Now then, Elaine. <laughs> no, no, you've got to go back to those stories, Lou, because you went, you went lager or cider, you went cider now, oh, yeah. and it was red or uh, white, you went white Yes, now. yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because red wine, I put, you, the thing that you had a really, really bad experience with, you tend to not go back to. Right. And I used to drink red wine, that was my preference, because my granddad was a, a counsellor, you know, like a, like a city councillor kind of in his local area. And when he went to a function every drank the white so there was plenty of red so you got more <laughs> so he always said drink red wine because nobody else drinks it in the 70s and so I did and then I was vomiting red wine Ooh. Oh, I like and it. it's really difficult to get out your wallpaper because it's <laughs> It was like anaglypta wallpaper, Ooh. you know, oh, that no. texture stuff. Yes, yeah. this is what I've got. Yeah, chunks, chunks of vomit in your anaglypta that's that Ooh. looks like Ribena. That yeah, that was I was not popular in my mum and dad's house. I'd been at the Scouts, um, <laughs> <laughs> and the lager's the same thing. I wouldn't thank you for lager now because that's my training drink. That's what I could do up mm. all. So. Yeah. So I would have mm. to take cider. Except the nest put cider. Now it's like benelin. They've put like fruit into it. Mm. Oh yeah. Well, yeah obviously yeah. it's yeah. always been fruit duh. But like purple yeah. cider, what is that? Oh, no, I just no. Like, stirred some sort of syrup. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's really uh, sweet, yeah. isn't it? Cool. And it, it plays havoc with my innards, Elaine. I thought, oh gosh, cider. I like cider, but you love not, a cider. I love a cider, Sally, but not strongbow because that's sent by the devil. <laughs> but the the fruity ones between you and me, Elaine. Give me the shit. That's between you, me, and all the listeners. Lou gets the shits on the fruities. Might be the fruit, though, Lou. Put it down well, the to the sugar. Fruit. Let's put the sugar. Yeah, that's nothing what, yeah. to do with the cider. It's just the fruit. But the no, just... apple one, plain cider, doesn't. Yes, that does as well. Yeah. Oh, it, it does. All, does. Oh. all of yeah. our ciders give you the shits. But the the fruity ones, it, it's more. <laughs> oh, 
Bristol stool chart, you know, sort of. Well, it's off the Bristol stool chart. Yeah, yeah, it's all over the Bristol stool chart. (laughs) I've got a Bristol stool chart right here. Look. (laughs) There you go. There you are. I'm impressed that you know what that is. Oh, I do because I had a tea towel of it. And a tea towel of the Bristol stool chart, which is actually quite disturbing when you're drying up and rubbing your cutlery and your plates with loads of pictures of poo. But anyway. I need that. Oh gosh, yeah, I've had it. I had it years ago. Years ago, I'll I'll find one for you, Elaine, and I'll send it to you. <laughs> so, you're very welcome. And I'll just send you all my stools. No, I won't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can decide. Way. Yeah. Um. But uh, oh, do you know what? Nobody's asked us to do a cider on this podcast. Have no, they, no, not never yet, done a no. cider. It's probably just as well, Sally. It's probably yeah, probably just is. Well. <laughs> in a very very short mm. record, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. So are they the drinks that you can't drink anymore then? So. So it's the red wine. Do you not drink it at all? Or is there one sort of nemesis drink that you're like, oh, my God, that sent me over the edge. I will never, ever be able to sniff it, lick it, flick it or do whatever ever again. Well, I'm Scottish, so I mm. think that probably we would just struggle our way through it. <laughs> a sense oh, of God bless pride. you. Yeah. So national pride. <laughs> the only thing we're good at is creating alcoholics and rain. So, and sheep, we're quite good at that. Um, mm. So, yeah, I would power on through, but I wouldn't choose it. Mm. But the Sambuca and what was the other one? Sambuca tequila. That's the same problem. Like, they both just made me puke. So, mm. really not that Is there keen. a shot that you would choose? Yeah, not fan of shots. So there's, what's that other one that you have when you go skiing in Austria? Oh, that's... schnapps. Is it schnapps? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. There was a place that you could go for a hot chocolate on the way down the slope. Amazing. Mm. And um, so me and my friend went and we asked for hot chocolate with rum because we saw it. And they gave us like a little glass of rum with a great Mm. big cup of hot chocolate. How good is that? But Mm. we're so unsophisticated, we didn't realise you're supposed to tip the rum into your Ah, hot chocolate. So he's showing you the measure so that you know that you're getting a, you know, what you've bought, but we just necked it. And Ah, the sophisticated skiers judged. They were right to. And then we did another one because we thought you should drink it this way. It's like putting ice in your wine. This is definitely the way to do it. Rum is a nice drink. Yeah. Mm. And also, I don't know whether there's many uh, skiers that are that sophisticated, because I think a lot of people go skiing to not do the skiing, but to sit on a mountain and drink rum and have a shot of hot chocolate. So I don't think you'd have been alone in that. (laughs) That would sell. A shot Mm. of hot chocolate with the rum. (laughs) Yeah. Then you can. Yeah. Then you would drink them separately and you would do a shot to prove that you're getting the right amount of chocolate. Mm. <laughs> just the marshmallow sized hot chocolate like a yeah. full yeah. that'd be brilliant mm. have you had any um drunk escapades then while you're skiing anything oh yeah i came proper because um I'm, I'm a little bit impulsive and i make um all my best decisions when i'm drunk <laughs> so going skiing was one of them and um my friends all skied and i'd never been so i went on a dry ski soap for lessons beforehand you know pre- I'm not an idiot, but they are all really good skiers. So mm. I just followed them up in the, the wee cable car thing <clears throat> to the top and thought, how hard can it be? It's just the top bit that's really difficult. After that, I'll manage, I think. And um, quite hard was the answer. Um, so I, because I, <laughs> we said, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> we've been drinking before we went up, really mm-hmm. foolish. And um, 
I had no control at all and I drove myself, drove, skied into like a pylon thing. Right. And there was kind of netting. They have these sort of little fences that are there to catch idiots before they go over the edge of the cliff. And I somehow <laughs> managed to ski myself under the net. And I, I sort of, tum- I didn't fall, but I kind of tumbled, I don't know, quite a long way, about 30 feet. And I bust my thumb and I was black and blue. Like I've never Ooh. seen bruises, like even at work, you know, with working in, in in hospitals I've never seen bruises like my own body had and there not being a fracture I was really I was I was a bit tipsy so I just sort of flopped along I didn't stop myself um and then I started being so impressed with my bruises that I was showing them to people at dinner (laughs) and people were ejaculating (laughs) (laughs) not at the sight of my bum just my collarbone um because I'm a physio so when you're training you practice on each other so you get a little bit disinhibited about taking your clothes mm. off and I didn't occur to me that probably dinner in a ski chalet was not the right place to drop the trousers and go look at my bruises <laughs> how cool is that I fell all that way what an arse and the people that are going that's arse. the girl that took just had the shot of rum isn't yeah. it you were being judged at every <laughs> opportunity weren't you um, Elaine who um, who living or dead would you love to have a drink with oh um, yeah I did think about this and I've just forgotten her name Maya Angelou oh, oh. oh you say it in a different way as well How Maya Angelou Maya Angelou Maya. Maya. Angela. Angela. Oh. Yeah. How do you I say like it, the way Elaine. Uh, yeah, Angelou. it's much nicer. Angelou. Angelou. It's much yeah. nicer. Maya. Yeah. How did you say it? Ma- Maya. Angelou. Angelou. I oh, thought that much was her nicer. Name. <laughs> no, no, it is her name. It is her name. But when you said it, I thought, oh, I don't know who that is. And then Maya Angelou, innit? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Angelou. It's something, you know, it's Maya, Maya Angelou. I'm going to mm. say it like that from now on. I, got I reckon... I reckon that she would have been filthy. Do you think? Oh, oh yeah. I think she she had such a such a brutal life yeah. and then really had a sense of herself and such a obviously a great wordsmith. I'll mm. bet she was able to tell a story about absolute filth and I bet, how old yeah. for hours. I bet she mm. could make men ejaculate like <laughs> like a firework display with her words like pew, 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 just all yeah. shooting off like yeah 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 not a collarbone yeah. in sight Elaine like you you common old tart come on yeah <laughs> she says it with her words <laughs> yeah and she you. loved it only you <laughs> can incorporate this wonderful wordsmith. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I even came out of my blanket for that one, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Elaine, oh, what a great time we've been chatting. But before we go, do you have any, are there any drug stories that have come to mind since, um, but don't worry if they haven't, but just in case you've got any more that we can, uh, we can hear and love. <laughs> There was a weird date story that was oh, another one great. drunken because I had met this bloke and thought, I'm just coming back to your house because I'm uh, an empowered woman and um, I'm going to do filthy things to you for a little while. Great. And um, when I got it, he'd been really lovely all night and really attentive and fair taken with me and I'm a sucker for that. So we got into, into his doorway and we're having a snog and then they're bundling into his room. And halfway through proceedings... I realised that what had <laughs> to the right of the bed, he had like a little alcove and it had fairy lights around it. 
Now, this man wasn't, you know, he, he didn't look like he had a faith that he would have a shrine to uh-huh. anything much. So so he's being busy and I'm looking, thinking, what is that? And there was, there was a, like a hairbrush and a toothbrush <gasps> and lots of photographs, oh, like no. personal effects and photographs in, the, in this fairy lit alcove of a woman who looked exactly like me. No! And his girlfriend they were engaged had died in tragic circumstances <gasps> and oh, I I was a doppelganger for this woman how bizarre so I left oh, quite quickly oh, afterwards no. did you oh, that wasn't great did you do the deed before you well it was halfway through that I oh this is ha- oh I see oh, God. obviously was we it... were very concentrated on it yeah <laughs> <laughs> just having a look around <laughs> Often the way, isn't it, ladies? Yes, it really is. Sometimes you get a little bit bored. Half did he dress you in her clothes? Oh no! Did he squirt you with her perfume? Oh, there you are. Oh, yeah, yeah. there's perfume. Yeah, What's that there? was weird. That is weird. not the weirdest. Not the weirdest. Oh, oh, What's the weirdest? Oh, come on. What's the weirdest? <laughs> okay, one yeah. chap was cooking me dinner. We'd been out a few times, and would I like to go back to his house? <laughs> I thought about this for a while. Would I like to go back to his house for dinner? Oh yes, you can cook. I'm going to see how good you are at housework. This is this is these are important yeah. qualities. Yeah. Um, so, so I got up to go to the wine, the fridge, go to the, the wine, wine. get you the wine. Get wine. <laughs> <laughs> the wine was calling, and he sort of leapt in in the way to stop me from opening up the fridge. I was like, no, no, it's all right. I'll just I'll do it. Being mum, you know, being helpful. And when I opened the fridge. <laughs> It was this giant Tupperware box with eyeballs still. Oh. And um and it was a goat's head in a box. And I said <laughs> like he didn't look like he was from Jamaica, you know, where you would have needed goat's head for a recipe. Um why have you got a goat's head in your fridge? He said, oh, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. It's for my oh religious my practices. No, it's for, no, no. for your what? Religious practices. He sort of stuttered over it and he came out with the phrase. <laughs> and I said to him, What? You're a Satanist? And he kind of shrugged. <laughs> oh. And yeah, he was kind of into the cult and stuff. I hadn't <gasps> noticed. And then I said, I think there's been some misunderstanding. My mother's an elder of the Kirk and I'm not a virgin. <laughs> and so. That was the end of that date. <laughs> yeah, an actual Satanist with a dead goat's head in his fridge. So Brilliant. he'd sacrificed the goat? Well, I, I, I wish I'd hung around to ask for details about what went on with... Because he was obviously being quite responsible. He was keeping it cool. It was, oh. it was, I don't know if he would reuse it, if it was just like a prop. I don't know how serious he was into, you know, stuff that is probably a bit yeah. a bit out of my comfort zone. That's well, pretty just, serious, isn't it? That though? reminds me of that scene in... What's the film with um, Dan Aykroyd when he's like the, the detective and they go to this big uh, satanic thing where they lower a goat into a... A massive oh, yes. hole oh, in no, the ground no. with the Virgin no, Connie Swell. This is the Virgin Connie Swell. And then eventually they get rid of the goat and then all of a sudden she's not the Virgin Connie Swell anymore. Da, 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 da. What's it called? Oh, my God, that's really going to annoy me. But anyway. I'm Googling it as we speak. I it's... thought I had it in my head, but I'm thinking about Jurassic Park. There was a goat in <laughs> string for, <laughs> for a dinosaur, which isn't quite the but same. But if thing. you found a dinosaur head in his fridge, 
You'd be like, Jesus, what is that? What's is it? Done? Is it called Dragnet? Yes, thank oh, you. Yeah. Dragnet. I've not with, seen it. Oh my God, there's just that scene where they're all dressed with, and they've got, they lower a goat into the thing, and you could have been mm-hmm. the Virgin Connie Swell. Oh my God. I think this it's is... good you did. I mean, yeah, interesting to find out, but I think it's probably good that you made your excuses and left. Yeah. Sometimes I, mean, I, I don't have a, a good weird, weird dar. <laughs> <laughs> like gaydar, weirdar. That that time I was like, yeah, no, no, time for I sharp think, exit. I think weird people though are often quite not attractive but quite interesting and I'm quite attractive because I remember once I, I had a lodger who was kind of crazy and I just went that's the last one that's the last because there's something appealing and you're like oh what adventure is this going to be and then you you know you don't predict a goat's head in a fridge do you no. but you there's you kind mm. of go oh, this will be fun this will be fun this will be interesting oh no maybe not no. so I don't think it's yeah I think weird people are kind of fascinating and appealing sometimes that's so don't you always get a story. Yeah, you absolutely. Yes, yeah. there is always exactly. a story, but we've we've never had a story about a goat's head in the fridge before. No, we Have haven't. We no, 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 we haven't. No. Anyway, Lovely. anyway, on that note, spit yeah. or swallow. <laughs> <laughs> spit or swallow. Well, well. I, no, I was going to talk Ned, about the Ned. What were you going to talk mm. about? No, it doesn't matter. It was about jizz. Um, Mm. <laughs> the Ned Pinot Grigio mm. Lou mm. from 2021 from the from mm. the from the New Zealand vineyard. yeah Mul- yeah Marisco, Marisco vineyards mm. it's delicious oh, is, is it a swallow it is a swallow yeah yeah Sally's Yay. drunk most of us with the yeah. ice or without the ice would you do Lou I've got no ice. Oh, okay. Because I'm, yeah, because I'm in my my little sherry glass. Oh, yeah. So if I'd have put a ice cube in that, there'd be no room for the wine. And what's more important? But for me, very delicious. Thank you very much. We're on a swallow from you, and we're on a swallow from me. Great. So that, I'm a big fan. Big fan. I'm glad it was a pea. I mean, I do like a Sauvignon. Don't get me wrong, but it's a lovely pea, no? Yeah. Lovely Pino. Oh, Elaine, it's been a delight to meet you and chat really to you. Lovely. Yes, really lovely. Really lovely. Thank you. Thanks for your time and thanks for your amazing stories. Yes. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> we should all go out. On. Yeah, we should all go out and just drink together. Thank you. And very find much. a Satanist. <laughs> yeah. And, some men. And, and stare at your collarbone, you dirty yeah. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with us about what you thought about the drinks that we've tried or recommendations of your own or you feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do. On Twitter and Insta, we are at Lou and Sally. Facebook and TikTok is Spit or Swallow Podcast or email us at Spit or Swallow Podcast 34, that's the numbers 34, at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed the podcast, then please subscribe and leave us a review because this helps other people find us. And if you want to support the podcast, then go to www.patreon.com forward slash spit or swallow podcast where you can find some bonus content. Thanks to Acast for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you lot for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye.